You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Friday, the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Um, the good news, it's Friday, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, it's we've got another week left, another week or so left in March. Well, another week. So that means April's around the corner. Yeah. Warmer weather's on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. It was Golf season's around the corner. Good week weather-wise. Sure. Um, what else positive this mm. morning? Um, we're going to do a quiz in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Looking forward to this. Where um, our two young stallions, <laughs> Alex Brody, will square off head-to-head against our fill and technical director, GBP, here at Vandenplug. That was close. What is it? <laughs> Vanderplug. Vander. Yeah. Well, I got the last part right. Yeah, you did. Man. Hold on, let me write Vander Blue. Why the nickname's a little easier. Yeah, GVP. <laughs> so GVP against Alex Brody. And uh general knowledge quiz again. We did this about over a week ago. Mm-hmm. And uh they both disappointed a lot of people in their lives. Good. Love that. Alex I, more than me though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think today's quiz is even easier. Oh. Interesting. Like, I really think it's easy. And then you're going to you're gonna play along because mm-hmm. you're really nervous about how you would do in this. I don't know if nervous. Like, I'm pretty aware that I'm going to bomb this thing. Okay. But you're going to go run behind the board. I've got a whole bunch of dumb niche information that I can share, and none of it is relevant to okay. actual stuff that people care about. Okay. So I'm going to bomb at this. Okay. So uh, we're going to ask, they're going to go head to head, and then I'm going to, if they don't get it, I'm going to ask you what the answer is without looking it up. Okay, I'm in. I can do so, that. And then the uh, the loser, and I thought Alex did a terrific job of writing GVP a poem. Mm-hmm. Again, the loser has to write a poem about the winner. We're good We're good with that, gents? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that in about 10 minutes, because... Uh, Flames lost 3-2 last night to the Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, they had a good push in the third period. Weird game. Uh, two disallowed goals for the Flames, which, quite honestly, should have been disallowed. The one was a kick. Yep. Clearly kicked it in, but the old, again... The old double kick. Like, you should give them skill points, but yeah. that, you can't do that. But again, I thought if the if if the skate never lifts from the ice, you can actually kick the puck. Like, do we even know? I don't know. Like, it's the... It's the dumbest thing ever. It's the one thing I will say is at least the NHL has their rule book available because uh, there's certainly guy covered that uh, I've asked for it before and uh, <clears throat> CFL hard to get. Oh, okay. Um, you think there's an actual CFL rule, rule book? That's the other thing. Or is it written on like cocktail napkins <laughs> for like a hundred years ago? <laughs> it's in a, it's in a, it's in a three ring binder somewhere. It's written in parchment with quill. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's a scroll. <laughs> um, 
Flames lose three. I don't. I don't rip on. I don't try. Try not to rip on the CFL. It's hard to stick up for them, though. Um, three two. Flames lose to the Golden Knights, and it looks bleak this morning. Yep. Man, does it look bleak for the Calgary Flames. Nine games back now, officially six points back of a playoff spot. And now the Nashville Predators have jumped the Calgary Flames by one point and still have three games in hand on Calgary. Jets won 3-2 last night in Anaheim to beat the Ducks in regulation. So this is a uh, this is no good for the Calgary Flames this morning. Two disallowed goals, as I mentioned. And uh, the winning goal by Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think Rasmus Anderson was held. I thought that was about as textbook as a hold could get. Yeah. Outstretched arm. He was not happy. Uh, pulls the top hand of Rasmus's arm off of his stick. Immediately leads to a turnover. And of course, it's Wahoo buries the puck. And I'm sorry, that's right in front of a referee. Yeah. And the other referee in the neutral zone on the other side of the ice would be looking directly back at that play. Yeah. I don't know. That one was... Um, that was kind of like a, oh, this is how the season's gone type yeah. of thing. Because then you get close, you get within one goal, and which one ends up being the one that decides the whole thing? That one. That one. And again, you uh, calls go your way, calls don't go your way yep. throughout the entire season. Yep. They, they tend to even themselves out. But yeah, you're not going to go there and, and complain about the refs all the time. They just missed it. It cost the flames. But again... You couldn't score enough. Yeah, it's not like that's why they lost you, the season. Yeah. It's not like it's a game seven yeah, and you, leads to a, the game winner. Yeah, like you, there's too many mistakes that have happened already. Right. But it's another thing that you look at and you're like, it's a series of the events. Way, the way she's gone this right. year. It's a series of events. You gave up way too many stretch passes in that first period. I think Kelly Knights. Rudy counted four. Yeah, you, they, they did a terrible job of defending the middle of the ice in the first period, although I thought they were better than the Golden Knights in the second and the third, because at mm-hmm. least they showed some urgency and were trying to tie up that game last night. You see that crazy um, incident with Thompson, like just weird. Like coming that out or Walker Dewar, which one do you want to start with? Because they were both weird. Yeah, because uh, he left the net trying to get an extra attacker on the ice for the Golden Knights because they had... the net was off and he knew the net was off. And if Calgary scored, it wouldn't have counted. Like that's either that's to me that's the that's too smart for hockey. I know because I was like, <laughs> it's way too heady of a play for hockey players to actually realize what just happened and what was happening. Because here's the other thing too on that. Like we saw earlier, just a few weeks ago, Leon Drysaddle knocks the net off. He goes back, he resets the net, and then he scores a goal moments later. Super smart. Like what if Thompson goes to the bench? They get their extra man out. A flame realizes the net gets put back on, and then they go down and score. I don't know. That was a weird situation to me. I was like, if he's going for the extra man, like that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, you got to know that the net came off a certain yeah. way. And frankly, it was a night that pushed the net off. It was because of Milan Lucic, so I understand why they waved it off in the end. But it was one of those things where watching it live, especially, you're like, what is going on? What it, what was he thinking? And sure enough, uh, that one gets waved off as well. Live, yeah. that was another frustrating moment. But the, the, yeah. at the same time, you can see the replays and everything. And it's like, well, that's the right call yeah. once again. And to be and see that this is where, yeah, I think it was a crazy, smart, heady situation. But at the same time, um, did he know that it was Calgary's fault that the net was ajar? How? He was looking the other way. Exactly. Because if it wasn't. Uh, if it was Vegas's fault that the net came off its moorings, 
the goal would have counted. The goal would have counted. So uh, it was just a bizarre play. I don't think I've ever seen that in a hockey game where I, a goalie does that. Like I, and then he got bizarre. in a little bit of a um, shouting oh, match with Bruce yeah. Cassidy after and, that. And Bruce Cassidy isn't all sunshine and lollipops, especially with his netminders. Yeah. Um. So and then and then Thompson gets hurt. Yeah. And then there's that part late in the game where. Excuse me, Richie bangs into Quick's helmet, his head, and I'm like, "Are we gonna have an e-bug situation here?" My the better half was astounded at that flop from Jonathan Quick. Oh no, he did like he was like, "No," she was she was laughing My so head. hard. Oh, the the yeah. kickback, and you gotta love when the slow mo replay comes into play there, and there's yeah. a full half second between the collision and the. Yeah, that was no. very Jonathan Quick. Oh, I've seen this before. My goodness. So, um, <laughs> speaking of better halves, yeah, I uh, I texted a, a photo of a Golden Knights player last night to the uh, current girlfriend out in uh, out east. Yeah, and she uh, she knows zero about sports, mm-hmm. like literally nothing. Uh huh. And I go, hey, uh, guess which team I'm watching? Three guesses. She writes back, I know these guys. <laughs> And I said, don't look. And then she wrote Las Vargas, which is a spelling mistake. <laughs> Las Vargas Holden Knives. <laughs> the so Holden Knives. They're the Holden Knives. And then I start, I, I write, ha, 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 ha. And she writes, Golden Knights. And she's like, Las Vargas Holden Knives? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. So the Flames lost to the Las Vargas Holden Knives last night. 3-2, which really careful, damaged. Man. Yeah, the, the Var- playoff hopes. Vargas is really good. Um, we got lots to do today. Jason Bukala is going to join us at 7 o'clock. Always get love his, when Buk stops he's by. He's the best. Uh, get his take on the Calgary Flames. Um, he is an NHL author at Sportsnet, former NHL scout. Join us at 7 o'clock. The voice of the Calgary Flames, uh, 8 o'clock, Derek Wills. And uh, the radio voice of the San Jose Sharks, Sharks and uh, Flames tomorrow afternoon down at the Dome, Dan Rusinowski, uh will join us. We're also giving away another four pack to Wingfield golf club this morning. The last day we're doing this, a foursome at Wingfield golf club for free. If you give us an answer to this question and I hate being negative Ned on a Friday, (laughs) but it don't look good. The flames playoff chances are lower than blank. The flames playoff chances are lower than blank. 960, 960 name and location. Well done. Um, are you guys uh, ready for the quiz? Yeah, let's do it. Because I want to give Maddie a lot of time for the Rose Report. Yep. Because uh, he, there's a lot of action last night in the NHL. Good thing there was like a hundred games last night and like two on Wednesday night. But whatever. It's important that it's fine. Um, yeah, that you don't drink from the fire hose every night, George. Just yeah, every once true. in a while. Uh, it's true. Just just give it a little nip. All right. <laughs> so do you want to? Do you want to? You want to switch? You go behind the board, Maddie Rose. All right. Uh, Matty Rose is going to go behind the board. So our two we young play, like, stallions. Game show music while we play music. Yeah, immediately. Chairs, immediately. Man. Come on, guys. Um, thank you. So uh, our two young stallions, uh, Alex Brody, who is our producer today. Patrick Dumas is off. Uh, no, do not do not bring your phone in here, Alex. You go bring that phone right back. You know the only thing you have is your brain. There is no phone. There's no looking down. I need the computer turned off too here. Matty Rose. There you go. Uh, you guys both sit down. Uh, last time we did this, um, you both really disappointed people you love. 
So, uh, Alex, what were some of the text messages you received after the uh, the first uh, the first general knowledge quiz became uh, between you two? Well, so some of the, some of my nicer friends were like, "You tried. You put your best foot forward." But then, uh, like, my dad texted me. He's like, "You've disappointed me." Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, um, GVP, what was some of the feedback you got after the first uh, quiz? Uh, that was a disappointing showing, but hey, son, I'm glad you won. Oh, okay, you okay. Won. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, all right, um, we're ready to go here. Um, I'm going to do this. And obviously, we're good with the... Um, are you testing things out there? Just trying a couple things. Right okay, here. all right. All right. Uh, that's good that we're doing it live. So, I'm are, Joe are we, Cubic right now. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> just start randomly eating things. I found that one. Okay, good. Um, are we uh, are we doing the poem Woof. thing again? Yes, do the uh, poem thing. Again. Okay. Now, um, GVP, you won first. Yes. And just just a little background: if you're new to the show, if you're listening to this for the first time, all this stems from both of you having no idea who Yoko Ono was mm-hmm. or the Beatles. So then it spun into I have to give you guys. I don't a like general how you spin it quiz. that we didn't know the Beatles. We didn't know John Lennon was the singer of the Beatles. But... Well, one of the singer of the Beatles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But again, that is the most general knowledge of general knowledge things. <laughs> Fair enough. So okay, so this. GVP, you're the defending champion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the option of going first or second. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Alex is going to go first. Oh, right. okay. Here we go. Alex Brody, who is the current mayor of Calgary? Jody Gondek. Yes. Good job. One. Very. You were very confident in that. Yep. Yep. You feeling good today? I I you I didn't smart. I didn't study, but I've, I've had. Well, how will you uh, study? Like, there's no way you can study for this. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, um, GVP. Did you you knew that right? Yeah, Maddie. Maddie, you knew that. You all knew that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, GVP. Who is the current vice president of the United States of America? Oh, um, I know this. It's uh, it starts with a, uh, Kamala Harris. Yes. Hey. Wow. Did you know that, Maddie? Yeah, I knew that. Okay, good. George was, was positive okay. that you guys weren't going to get that one. Okay. I didn't think you'd get the current vice president of the United States. Fair Congratulations on, on both of you. Um, Alex, you're up. What is the capital city of the People's Republic of China? <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be Beijing, right? Yes. Nice. Alex on fire today i didn't know that one okay maddie no. did you know that honestly i would have said hong kong okay <laughs> okay <laughs> all right uh it might be one day um no we, we're not gonna go down that road don't okay. go down that road no no okay um alex sorry gvp mm-hmm. this u.s president was assassinated on november 22nd 1963 in dallas texas john f kennedy yes damn i told you these were easy today that was a layup yeah these are layups so far. Uh, we're doing the uh, general knowledge quiz. As you're both 23, right? I'm 22. 22 yeah. and 23 year old Alex yeah. um, on the big show, Russick and Rose Sports at 960. The fan, Maddie, working the board. All right, Alex. These are just layups. I I, I expect both of you to go six for six because I think this is just <laughs> okay. easy. Alex, the city of Calgary hosted the Winter Olympics once. What year did it take place? 1988. Look at that. Three for three. Let's go. So easy. Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, uh, Matt Rose, you're five for five, right? Oh, yeah, no problem. Except okay. for the, the China thing. So, so not five Except for, five. for the China <laughs> thing. That's right. Apart um, from that, I'm perfect. So. Uh, GVP, uh, Mick Jagger is the lead singer of this legendary rock band. The Rolling Stones. Boom. I would not have got that. Really? really? No, really? I would have got that. Come on nope. now. 
Okay, uh, three for three. After three rounds, you're both perfect. Mm-hmm. The pressure's mounting. I'm really impressed with both of you. You guys are razor sharp on a Friday morning. Thank you. All right, next question for Alex. Alex, who's credited with inventing the light bulb? Oh, no. Oh, don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Oh, my God. It's Winston Church. No, it's not Winston <laughs> Church. <laughs> That's your answer. Win- <laughs> Hold on. Winston Churchill. Is it? Do you know what Matty Rose? The light bulb was that Edison? Yes, yeah. Thomas Edison, not Winston Churchill. Alex. I went back and forth with him and Bell, but Bell did the phone, right? Yes. Yeah. There we go. Did you know that GV? Yes, I did. I, yeah. Oh, that is that is Winston bad. Churchill. Come on now. <laughs> that was the answer to the last okay. quiz. Oh my god. Okay. GVP. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you ought to know was the biggest song. What, excuse me. I can read. You ought to know was the biz- biggest song on the. Je- <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> you can do this, Georgie. Okay. You ought to big know. Big breath. Come on, big dog. You ought to know was the biz- was the biggest song. <laughs> what is this? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> you ought to know it was the biggest song on the Jagged Little Pill album, which is one of the best-selling albums of all time by which Canadian artist? <laughs> you think I know this? <laughs> I absolutely do not know this. You ought to know. You ought to know okay. was the biggest song on the Jagged Little Pill album, which is one of the best-selling albums of all time by which Canadian artist? I don't know. I don't think you're going to repeat answers. Last last week was Brian Adams. I'm going to no. say Celine Dion. No. I don't, I don't know. Uh, can I get a, can no, I get a wrong signal? <laughs> Maddie? Oh, it's Alanis. Yeah, Alanis Morissette. Who? Oh. Who? Did you yeah. just say who? Yeah, did you just who? say who? I said yeah. who. Come on <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm being dead. Fellas. Okay. After four rounds, tied up at threes. Oh. I didn't think those were overly difficult, the ones you got wrong. But I think my favorite answer is Winston Churchill invented <laughs> yeah, the light bulb. Was, that was classic. I don't, like, and we used oh, Winston Churchill last, last week. week. Okay. Uh, Alex. The light bulb would have been invented in like the 40s. Uh, Alex. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Uh, Alex, this Canadian director's blockbuster films include Titanic, Terminator 2, Judgment Ooh. Day, and Avatar. James Cameron. Yes. You know that? I know the films. I don't. I wouldn't have known the director. Okay. I know who the director is. Uh, you yeah. knew that one. Uh, no, Maddie knew that one for sure. GVP. How many primary time zones does Canada have? Oh. How many prime primary time zones does Canada use? How many? I'm not. You don't have to give me all of them. You just got to give me the number. Three. No. Ah. What was your guess? Seven. No. What is primary? What what does that mean? Uh, I would say Pacific, Mountain, Central, Eastern, Atlantic for five. Ooh, it's six. You're forgetting Uh, Newfoundland. Uh, They got the half hour. I wasn't sure if that was a primary. I'll I'll take the L there. That's all right. So after uh, five rounds, it's Alex four, GVP three. Here we go. Let's go. Alex four, me three? Yes. Alex four, GVP three. Alex four, GVP three. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, you can pretty much win this, um, Alex, if you get this next one right. All right. You can win right here because <laughs> you each get six questions. Yeah. I have a, I have a, you know what? I might even do a bonus question. I'm going to see how this is going to okay. lay itself out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Alex, 
What is Kramer's first name on Seinfeld? Oh, this oh. is a layup. This is a layup. This is not a layup. This is such a layup. <laughs> this is not this a is layup. An absolute layup. Yeah, people are screaming at their radio right now. Uh, Cliff? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff is your answer? Yes, Cosmo. Like... Yeah, oh. Cosmo. Yes, GVP. Cosmo. I have not watched very All much right. Seinfeld. Uh, GVP, you need this. You can tie You All can right. tie this series up with this one. If I miss, I'm, I'm, I'm dead. If you miss, you lose. Okay. And then we have to go back to another tiebreaker. All right. All right. GVP, mm-hmm. this iconic Canadian is best known for hosting the syndicated general knowledge quiz show Jeopardy for 37 oh, seasons. Oh, oh. Alex Trebek. Uh, yes. There we go. Okay. What do you mean, come on? Everybody. Oh, you know what? Yeah, every, I, I can't you said, I said Churchill I invented said Churchill, the light yeah, bulb. I, so maybe I can't complain. Dial it back a little bit. Although, although Cliff Kramer on Cliff Seinfeld Kramer. was one of the best characters. Like, okay. we're going to do it like we did last like we did last week. All right. This is the tie-breaking question. Right. And I love how you guys are so, it's things are so tight. It has to come down to the final question. Every time. Alex, it's on you. If you okay. get it right, you're the champion. If you get it wrong, GVP wins. I retain the belt. All right. This one's a little tougher, but not really. Okay. The United States has invaded Canadian soil twice. What's the most recent year in which they did it? <laughs> no. Is it is it 1812? Yes! yes! <laughs> Alex Brody is our champion. Go. By the way, GVP had no idea no of that clue. answer. No clue. Congratulations oh. to Alex Brody, our general knowledge champion. For today, well, uh, well deserved, Brody. Yeah, Atta Alex. Atta boy. Atta Alex, oh. congratulations. Can we get some applause uh, for our man, uh, Alex Brody, who knew eighteen twelve? Where did that in in your little brain? Where did that float in? Well, so I've seen all those like historical PSAs okay. on TV about the war heritage of moments. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't okay. know if they're heritage moments, but well, that's. But like, hmm. I didn't know if it was like a trick question because I was like, eighteen twelve is a long time ago. I was like, uh-huh. I don't know. So. I but it also it was before the light bulb, so apparently. When, yeah. <laughs> when was the first time? Like, do you know? Oh, 1775. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Congratulations, Alex Brody's our general knowledge champion. GVP, oh, how do you Alex. feel after that quiz? You know, it went down to the wire. Um, you know, I was, again, devastated that I couldn't retain the belt. But, you know, it had to go to someone. It has to go to Alex. So. Uh, what, was, uh, what was the level of difficulty, in your opinion? Uh, it was easier than last. Two weeks ago, so I would put okay. it. I don't know. Okay, so next time we do this because we have to have the rubber match. Uh huh. I'm gonna have to have to make it a little more difficult. Yeah, maybe uh, a little bit. Yeah. I'll get okay. my pen ready. Yeah, I don't poem. know how that's gonna help yeah. you out. But uh, no, I gotta write the poem. Now is what I'm okay, saying. Okay, yeah, you yeah. definitely gotta write a poem yeah. for Alex Brody. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for this. Congratulations, Alex Brody. Thank you. You're today's champion. Uh, the Rose Report is next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. The top of the hour, NHL author at Sportsnet, former NHL scout Jason Bukula is going to join him. Join us. Talk about the Flames' 3-2 loss last night. To the Vegas Golden Knights, the voice of the Flames, Derek Wills at 8 o'clock. Dan Rusinowski, the voice of the Sharks at 8.30. We're giving our final um, four passes to Wingfield Golf Club to this question this morning. 
the Flames' playoff chances are lower than blank. The Flames' playoff chances are lower than blank. 960, 960, name and location. Also got a request on the text line, Alex. Um, there's somebody who's really who's really injured this morning and just wants to hear the basement guy yesterday from Brody <laughs> to beat after that Flames loss. Can you just play a little, a little snippet for us, please? I'm going to go down to the basement. I'm going to go down to the basement <laughs> and watch the Flames. That and, was... maybe, and maybe I'll trim my toenails and oh. keep them once again for a rainy day. I only have a couple of people in the basement. <laughs> only a few of them. Tell I me who doesn't. to feed them. Tell me who doesn't pee in a jar and keep it in my basement. Um, you want to come over and see my collection <laughs> yeah. of hair? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nine, <laughs> 960, 960. Name and location. Uh, we got to do it. Got to talk about that 3-2 loss oh, last night. Do we? I yeah. thought we avoided it so no, well. <laughs> we did We did a good job of suspending reality for 10 minutes doing the general knowledge quiz, but we got to do the harsh reality. Stare right in the face of the uh, Flames losing 3-2 last night down at the Dome to the Golden Knights. And it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, inside today's report, we got the Flames and the Golden Knights. Uh, busy slate yesterday. Few games tonight. We got Jays, we got Raps, we got Wranglers, we got Hitman, we got Harvard. I got heaps of stuff. We got lots of stuff. So let's get after it. Flames took on the Knights at the Dome yesterday. No Chris Tanev once again, second straight game that he's missed. Jacob Markstrom got the start. Uh, no changes to the lineup apart from Chris, uh, well, with Chris Tanev missing the second straight game. Markstrom faced off against Vegas netminer Logan Thompson. Thompson making his first start since suffering a lower body injury on February the 9th. That's uh, something you might want to remember for later on as the game cruised in the first period. Took Calgary a little while to find their legs. Uh, long road trip, maybe a little bit of uh, fatigue early on. Vegas didn't necessarily score early, but they did score first. Coleman in there with a four check. Beaten to the puck by Petrangelo. It gives a dike. He'll slide it ahead to Marchessault, who walks in, shoots, and scores! Jonathan Marchessault with a perfectly placed shot over the right shoulder of Jacob Markstrom. Jack Eichel sends Jonathan Marchessault in on a two-on-one. Uh, not good neutral zone coverage for the Flames as he sneaks behind Zadorov and is able to beat Markstrom uh, as he chooses to shoot it rather than to pass. Vegas was up one nothing early on. Yeah, um, that was a theme in the first period. Uh, Vegas using the stretch pass and getting behind the Flames' defense. And right away, too, Flames were flat in that first period. And I felt like they had a lot of trouble with the speed of the Golden Knights. Like, they had an easy time getting out of their zone and trying to hit those home run passes, which they were doing in the first frame. When the Flames don't have their forecheck going, they things don't really pan out for this club. And, and that was kind of how I saw it early on, that as much as the forecheck was there, was it effective? Not necessarily. And the Knights were able to add to their lead about five minutes later on a pretty similar looking play. Barbashev, bank it off the end boards and up the near side to Theodore, makes a great stretch pass to Amadio, walks and shoots, it's not rebound, he scores! Jacob Markstrom makes the save on Michael Amadio, but there was a big rebound. The Flames defenseman couldn't clear it. 
Tough change for the Flames. Michael Amadio on a partial yeah. breakaway. He gets his own rebound, and Vegas led 2-0. I think Mackenzie Wieger wore a minus on both goals, and I wouldn't blame him on either of them. Um, tough start for the Flames. They were down 2-0 early on. Yeah, you and I were at the game, and we talked about uh, the bad change, and that's something that was plaguing this team earlier on in the season, and mm-hmm. even midway through the season, it was a talking point that's kind of disappeared. But last night, it, it reared its ugly head in a key moment as the Golden Knights went up 2-zip. Flames did have a late push, though. That was good to see, and it came from the fourth line. Here's Lucic. Ahead to Dewar. Dewar to Lucic. He shoots and scores! Milan Lucic has cut the Golden Knights' lead to 2-1. to one. Great play by Walker Dewar all the way. He strips Jack Eichel in the defensive zone, gets the puck, streaks up the right-hand side, finds Milan Lucic, who beats Braden McNabb in a foot race to the front of the net, and the big man puts the puck right under the bar to make it a 2-1 oh. game going into the intermission. That was a gorgeous shot. A nice finish, yes. Oh, it was. I, I thought I was hoping today they were going to win and they were going to be talking about that Milan Lucic shot that kind of changed the whole complexity of the game because that goal at the time did feel huge for the Flames, cutting that lead to 2-1 to one when they were thoroughly outplayed in that first period. And in the second period, the Flames played better, but neither team was able to score a goal. Calgary did push back. They outshot Vegas 12-8, to eight, but Logan Thompson stood tall. He stopped all 12 shots that he faced. Entire period played at 5-on-5. Five five. No team in the NHL has played more 5-on-5 five five hockey than Vegas. They have had less power play time than anybody else in the NHL and less PK time than really? anybody else in the entire NHL. Just as, I feel like it's a strange stat. I don't know if that's like a, it is this a is how you stat. play type of thing, but yeah, well, it's just a bit of an outlier. That, I think. that, that is weird because um, obviously they're, they're not really playing to the, to the edges as much. You have a guy like Nazem Kadri on the flames who draws a ton of penalties. Uh-huh. There's going to be a lot of action out there, yeah. but it, it was a little chippy at times last night. I feel like Jack Eichel is a guy who should draw more penalties, right? With and the speed? Yeah. yeah, and they've got like Chandler Stevenson. That guy should draw penalties. The way that uh, Pietrangelo and Theodore can activate off the point, they should draw more penalties. And like, I guess, you know, you don't have Ryan Reeves anymore. They're not those type of guys. They're a pretty smart team. They don't take a lot of penalties. I guess it makes sense, but just an interesting little note. In the third period, the Flames did continue to press. Not going to lie, pretty sure they got hosed as Vegas extended their lead. Anderson will spin away from trouble in his own zone. Just pass to Cattery. He's intercepted by Stevenson, who gives it to Castle, who centers it. Roy shoots and scores. Nick Roy makes a quick move in front and fires the puck right into the roof of the Flames net. Yeah, and the audio doesn't necessarily do it justice, but if you watch the replay or you're watching this one live, to me, that's kind of a textbook hold. Uh, Waugh has the one arm off of his stick. He extends out. He pulls Anderson's arm off of his stick, and as a result, Anderson turns the puck over, pass to Waugh. He makes two moves, beats Markstrom, and boom, it's a 3-1 lead at 5-19 of the third. Uh, Real quick, too, uh, we didn't mention this in the second period. Flames got a goal disallowed. From a clear kicking motion. Oh, yes. So Andrew Mangiapane gets a puck in front of the slot. And it, yeah, it was about as clear cut as it could be. He kicked it from his right skate to his left skate and then directed it in. Yeah. It it was a beautiful piece of footwork. Yeah. Definitely the warm up uh, with the soccer ball was helping Andrew Mangiapane. 100%. But again, his skate never left the ice. I thought if it doesn't leave the ice, you're allowed to direct it towards the net. Like I, like, I don't even know anymore. No. It's like, a, what's a catch in the NFL? You just don't know if it's a goal or not. No, you just got to wait. But it, that looked like a kicking motion, and obviously it didn't count. Mm-hmm. And obviously the Flames were 3-1 down, and it looked very bleak 
Yeah, and then that, and uh, this is what Rasmus Anderson had to say about it after the game. I mean, I've gone back and watched it three times. He uh, he rips my my top hand kind of away from my stick, so I, I can't make a play. And when he's pulling that arm, you know, as I said, I can't make a play. So the puck kind of is, ends up being a turnover, and they turn right around and score. So, um, you know, it, I, I, I don't really know what to say. I, I don't want to criticize anyone because... Uh, I know how fast it is out there. So you have the situation in the second with Manjapani. Tough break, but they kept pressing. You have this in the th- in the start of the third period where, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights go up on a goal where you probably feel like it shouldn't have counted, but you keep on pressing. And then this weird situation happened shortly after that. Thompson went to the bench. He scrambles back to her, shoots, and scores! Logan Thompson must have thought there was a penalty call coming. He went to the Golden Knights bench, and then the Flames came down the ice. He tried to scramble back, but didn't. It was determined the actions of the Calgary player caused the net to go off. Therefore, the call of the ice is confirmed. No goal. So about 25 seconds before the goal was scored, Milan Lucic, is, M- Lucic pushes one of the Vegas defensemen into the net. It comes off a couple of inches, just a little bit. Uh, Logan Thompson notices that it's come off its mooring, and he looks to go for an extra man. You know, the idea being here that as soon as Calgary touches the puck, they can't score, the net's off, I'll go for an extra man. Um, Which, if you actually think about it, and if he actually knew that that was the case and it was the fault of the Flames that the net was knocked off its mm-hmm. moorings, that's probably one of the smartest plays I've ever seen a hockey player make. Except, like... How was he completely sure How was, was he completely fault? sure? Because... Yeah. It is a Vegas Golden Knight that bumps the net off. It's because Milan Lucic pushes him, but right. Logan Thompson is looking the exact opposite direction the entire time yeah. this happens. Right. And I think that's why he also got licked out by Bruce Cassidy a little bit after. But that's another tough situation if you're the Flames where you're like, man, can we just catch a break here? And and just the shock of him being in the corner. It was while so the weird. Are firing it into the empty. You're like, what the what? What is happening? And like Derek Will said in the call, that was my immediate thought. Yeah. Did he think there was a penalty coming? Yeah. Except the Flames were streaking down the boards. Like, what? It's very strange. But doesn't count as a goal. Um, Calgary did outshoot Vegas by a 3-2 to two ratio throughout third. Kept moving their legs. Eventually, Blake Coleman would draw a tripping penalty. And the Flames would cash in with their second unit, I guess. That's what we're going to call these guys. The far circle to Kadri, who shoots, his stop rebound to Huberto, and Petrangelo saves a goal. Now Kadri scores! Some Kadri rips the puck right into the top corner of Logan Thompson's net. The Flames get a much-needed power play goal and cut the Golden Knights' lead to 3-2. First in 16 games for Kadri. That breaks the third longest goal-scoring drought of his career. His 22nd of the season from Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger at 12:33, And we had ourselves a hockey game. Yeah, um, the Golden Knights make a great play on Huberto, who looked like he had an empty net on the side. And then Huberto literally just blind passes it. Hoping a prayer, spin around. Hoping a prayer, throws it. It lands right on Kadri's stick. And you could see the relief on his face when that thing finally went into the net. Good like, celebration. And then and then you could see a little extra giddy up in him 
for the remainder of the game too after finally scoring that goal. And then another weird part to the game, just over six minutes left, Logan Thompson just gets up and leaves. Um, it was after an extended pressure for Calgary, not an icing. So like the fans got a little angry because I think they thought he was going for the old, uh, oh, uh, I need a new uh, edge on my skate because sure. my boys are tired. But no, in fact, he had tweaked something. He has to leave the game. In comes 37-year-old Jonathan Quick to play the last six minutes and seven seconds. Five shots against, five saves. Vegas wins three to two. Yeah, and there was that instance where Nick Ritchie um, hit the head <laughs> of Jonathan Quick, and I'm like, uh-oh. And again, Quick did a... Flop city. Like, flop, like total flop city. Yeah, and that was uh, vintage LA. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, no. But Oscars I, were a couple weeks ago, bud. For for a second there, I thought we were going to see an e-bug situation. Yeah. Which would have been uh, very uh, positive for the Calgary Flames. But no. I even thought getting Jonathan Quick in there at that point, you're like, yeah. this, this is going to go well. And he made a couple big saves in the dying seconds. Speaking of which, tweeted it out last night. Uh-huh. Um, seeing the, the timeout and then with 20 seconds to go and the Flames sitting uh, Jonathan Huberto on the bench. $10 million players sitting on the bench. Yeah. For 20 seconds I saw a lot of people not happy with the fact the fourth line was out there with the net empty and about a minute and a half to go. And uh, yeah. I don't necessarily blame them. Although the fourth line played well, but still, the, it, the point stands. Exactly. Put your best players on the line. Yeah. Next game is Saturday at 2 o'clock when they take on the San Jose Sharks. Update the standings in a moment as the Predators and Jets were both in action yesterday. Winnipeg starting the three game California road trip. The Ducks actually tied this thing at two in the third, but it was just. Uh, not to be, unfortunately, as uh, Adam Lowry scores uh, with about 10 minutes left in the third period to make it a 3-2 final score. That's a big one for the Jets. Other not great news, the Predators beat the Kraken 2-1 in a shootout. So as a result, here's how the wildcard race looks. Seattle's played 71 games. They got 86 points. Winnipeg has played 73 games. They got 85 then it's the Predators, 70 games played. They have 80 points. The Flames have 73 games played. They are now six points out at 79. That is a tough slide. Edmonton was the only Canadian team not playing yesterday. Elsewhere, the Canucks crushed the Sharks 7-2. Six multi-point players on Vancouver in this one. Uh, Thatcher Demko stopped 17 of 19 shots. Out east, Leafs and Panthers. Morgan Riley was a healthy scratch for load management. Didn't need him. Toronto won 6-2. Matt Murray stopped 33 of 35 shots for the Buds. Senators and Lightning. Ottawa signed 2020 44th overall pick Tyler Clevin out of Nodak during the day. He didn't play in this one, but three points for Alex Dabrinkit as the Sens beat the Bolts by a 7-2 final score. And Brian Elliott allowed six goals on 34 shots in that game. Finally, the Bruins beat the Canadiens 4-2. couple of key points dropped by Montreal in that one. Uh, you might have seen the video of Rem Pitlick running over Patrice Bergeron. Bergeron did finish the game, so... Uh, no harm, no foul, but uh, there are some teams in there that are certainly in the lottery, so uh, let's go ahead and, and give her our spin, Jordan. Oh, here we go. Congratulations to the Chicago Blackhawks. Wow, two days in a row. Two days in a row they've jumped up and uh, gotten the first overall pick. Now they've only jumped up two spots to get that first overall selection. They had 11.5% odds. The St. Louis Blues jumping up seven spots Ooh. to get the second selection in today's iteration of the uh, big show with Russick and Rose NHL lottery. But Florida's loss against Toronto. There was more pressure on Pittsburgh to beat Dallas. Pittsburgh and Florida battling for that final spot out in the East. Them and the Islanders. Pittsburgh played in the second half of a tough back-to-back. -to -back. They beat Colorado the night prior. They could not beat Dallas. Dallas scored a couple quick goals in 
quick succession. Midway through the third, they win that one three to two. Carolina beat New York. Uh, part, pardon me. Carolina fell to the New York Rangers by a two to one score. Adam Fox got the game winner in that one. Wild lose to the Flyers in a shootout five to four. Blackhawks and the Capitals. Uh, John Carlson returned from a fractured skull and a severed temporal artery. Uh, as he returned to action in this one, the Capitals would also win this hockey game by a 6-1 to score, and the Blues beat the Red Wings 4-3. to Three-game schedule tonight. The Islanders have a chance at some key points. They visit Columbus. Yesterday, the Jackets sent 2021 12th overall pick Cole Sillinger down to Lake Erie of the AHL. He struggled in his sophomore season. Uh, we'll see if the Flames can get Matt Coronado to perhaps sign if he happens to lose this weekend. And we'll get to that in a little bit here. Devils continue and try and track down the Hurricanes for first place in the Metro. The Devils face the Sabres. Those games go at 5. Then at 7, the Coyotes host the Avalanche. Colorado, four points back at Dallas, three points back in Minnesota with two games in hand. As they continue that race out in the Central Division. Switch over to the blue, to the uh, baseball now here as um, spring continues, George. Five more spring oh, training man. games. Let's go. Yesterday, Nate Pearson sealed a 3 nothing win. Yusei Kikuchi had a uh, solid outing on dealing. the bump as well. He's dealing this spring. How about this? Five innings pitched, three hits against, one walk, and nine, that's right, nine strikeouts for Kikuchi. It's Bizarro Kikuchi ever since he's grown that beard. He's kind of just down to like dude. stubble now, too. Like I, I don't know if it's full beard at this point, but he's still dealing. He's, yeah, hey. If that guy's going to be your fifth starter and he can maintain this clip for the season, and yeah, listen, but, granted, he's okay. going up against a lot of lackluster lineups and all that type of jazz, but I don't know. I, I'm, again, I'm skeptical, but we'll see how he does on his first start of the like, year, his real start. He can't be worse last year, right? Yeah, no, he, he can't. Was, you couldn't even. You, you like, can't be. It, it got to the point where you just couldn't start him anymore. No, you couldn't. Yeah. Uh, the Jays play the Phillies today, six oh four oh seven starts, six oh seven Eastern, George. Alec Manoa will uh, get the uh, call to the bump for the Blue Jays in this one. couple games for the Raptors this weekend. They host the Pistons tonight at 5. That's on Sportsnet before taking on the Wizards at 4 o'clock on Sunday. That's also a Sportsnet broadcast. Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent Jr., and Precious Achua all missed practice yesterday. They remain questionable for Friday. Uh, they can move up in these kind of play-in tournament seedings. Uh, ideally, they'd move into eighth because it means that you get a little bit of an extra life there. But currently, they sit in ninth. A couple big games because you're playing a couple of not good teams. Mm-hmm. And like we've talked about, you close your season with a game against the Bucks and two against the Celtics. Like, you kind of got to make hay while you can. Down at the Dell Technologies match play. Swing through the ball and wherever we try to go find it. That would probably be the best <laughs> best idea for me. Lots of Canadians playing round two yesterday. Corey Connors lost his match to Sepp Straka. Matt Hughes beat Shane Lowry, so they're both 1-1. One and one. Nick Taylor and Adam Hadwin both lost. They're 0-2. Adam Svensson tied his match, so he is 1-1. One one. Final round of group action gets underway at 9 o'clock this morning. Down at the Miami Open, the Canadian men get underway today. 24-seeded Denis Shapovalo faces Guido Pella of Argentina. That goes at 9 a.m. Uh, Felix Auger-Aliassime's first match is actually tomorrow against uh, Tiago Montero of Brazil. On the ladies' side, some tough defeats for the Canadians. Rebecca Marino and Catherine Sebov. They were both in tough against a couple of better Americans. They drew top 10-seeded opponents in Coco Goff and Jesse Pagula. The Canadians both fall today. Bianca Andreescu faces seventh seed Maria Sakari of Greece. That goes at 10. Layla Fernandez will battle the ninth seed of Belinda Bencic of Switzerland. Bencic? Bencic, yeah. Of Switzerland. 
this afternoon. Locally, the Wranglers have a couple of home games. They'll play the Ducks affiliate, the Gulls, at 7 o'clock tonight against... Uh, and then again on Sunday at 7 o'clock. Sunday is going to be fan appreciation night, so that's going to be a lot of fun with the Flames prospects this weekend. Ten games left for the Wranglers. They're two points up on Coachella Valley for first in the Pacific, but the Firebirds have a couple more games left to play. 2021 13th overall pick Matt Coronado begins his quest for an NCAA National Championship today. Harvard faces Ohio State in the round of 16 at noon. Quarterfinals would go Sunday at 2 p.m. if Harvard advances. If they do not, you better believe Brad Trelevin is trying to get pen to paper with uh, one, if not their uh, top prospect in the organization. The Hitmen play the final two games of the regular season Saturday and Sunday up in Edmonton first. Wrap things up at home Sunday at 1 o'clock. That's also fan appreciation game. So 1 o'clock Hitmen, 7 o'clock Wranglers. It'll be a doubleheader at the Dome on Sunday. Hitmen need just a single point this weekend to clinch a playoff spot. Any win coupled with any type of medicine hat loss in their two games against Swift Current this weekend would see Calgary face Red Deer in the first round. AJHL postseason round two gets going with a couple of matchups in the South Division. The Okotoks Oilers visit the Brooks Bandits at 7 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow night before the series shifts to Okotoks for game three on Tuesday. In the other series, the Drumheller Dragons take on the Black Falls Bulldogs. Puck drop at 7 o'clock tonight, 6 o'clock tomorrow in Black Falls before the series shifts to Drum Tuesday. And the Roughnecks are on the road this weekend. They'll battle the Rush at 7 p.m. Saturday night. That one will go out in Sask. And good night and good luck to you, sir. And terrific stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. I uh, should mention this as well. Uh, John Garrett announced that this is his last season doing Canucks regional broadcast. He's been the color analyst on Sportsnet TV on Vancouver for quite some time. Um, he's going to continue to do some other work around Sportsnet, but uh, congrats to John for uh, yeah, everything he's done career. for Sportsnet. And like, I, um, you know, the Flames and Canucks obviously a little bit of a rivalry there, uh-huh. but their broadcast team makes it uh, a lot easier to watch the Canucks. I'll yeah, say that much. Absolutely, uh, best of uh, all the best for John Garrett. Loves his cheeseburgers, loves his hamburgers. Loves good his for ketchup. him, man. I'm right there with yep. him. I love a good. Good burger. I might have a burger today before I go to the Wranglers game. There you go. That's not bad. Um, We're taking your text messages. I think we're going to do this at 7.32. Well, not maybe at 7.32, but we're going to do it at 7.30. Um, We're giving away a... uh, It's a dumb joke. Four passes. Well, it sounded like I said 7.32. Um, Four (laughs) passes to Wingfield Golf Club. Uh, The Flames playoff chances are lower than blank. The Flames playoff chances this morning are lower than blank. 960-960. Name and location. Uh, the best text uh, will win a four passes. Four passes to Wingfield Golf Club. I'll let you think about that. Mm-hmm. And later on, too, if you missed the national anthem <laughs> of the Panthers and Maple Leafs game last night, the singing of O Canada, mm-hmm. there's a little backstory behind it yeah. before we'll actually play you the clip. A lot of people having trouble with their memory down in Florida. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we're going to do that uh, after we talk to Jason Bukula. Books? Yeah, because... Um, it uh, it was embarrassing, but then you kind of feel bad, but then you don't. After I'll give you the backstory. Yeah, exactly. That is very yeah. key. Yeah, it is very key. Uh, Derek Wills, the voice of the Calgary Flames, will join us at eight o'clock. Dan Rusinowski, the voice of the Sharks, will join us at eight thirty. Flames and Sharks play tomorrow afternoon, and yeah, 
Tommy, have you heard this before? A must win for the Calgary Flames. An absolute must win tomorrow. They only have to win like the their Calgary next Flames. nine games. No big deal. Not that big of a deal. NBD. Um, Jason Bukala next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan.